KRWW iRadio 76 proudly presents the 515 Show with your host, John Sarver. Who's at the 515 door today? You know, we had this gentleman on when the snow was flying and it was really cold, a little bit colder than it was right now. And uh, we had, <laughs> it's one of those uh, chance meetings where, where you, um, it's like, oh, you got to call this guy. All right, so that's kind of what happened over from the Danny Glover kind of side. And we, we called him up, and he was as, as cool as he could be. And, and we had so much fun with him on the first time that he was with us. It was one of those times where we immediately said, oh, we got to get this right guy back time. right away. So away he comes back with us. Chris Holbrook, how are you? Good. How are you? Dandy. I, I, we were just talking about how wonderful it was last time we talked, and your appliances were on the fritz, and it was actually snowing. What are you doing? <laughs> well, it's not snowing, and the appliances are doing well. So. <laughs> <laughs> Good. We're off to a flying start already. Hooray. I mean, it, uh, it looks like it's been a busy, busy uh, first quarter for you on 2022, man, you've been all over the place. Yeah, it's been uh, pretty crazy. I decided to, uh, you know, step out of the driver's seat for a little while until we get this new car built for factory X. So I'm helping my son and, you know, a, a lot of other customers and man, it's just, uh, everybody's doing great this year and uh, it's been a, it's been a great season so far. I mean, does that um, entice you, Chris, to stay out of the seat? Um, no. Matter of fact, this, just this morning, I said, man, I need to get back in the driver's seat. I need to get my mojo back, you know? <laughs> Do you know anybody with, like, a Bronco or something that you could take around the block a couple of times? Uh, my my everyday pickup truck's got a Whipple on it. It does pretty good. So, <laughs> so should we alert the authorities on Woodward Avenue this Friday, be on the lookout for a pickup truck? Oh no! With a no, whipple, I'm pretty good on the street. So, okay. <laughs> I mean, because really, we were taking a look at everything that was going on, and it looks like I mean, there's a Holbrook win here and a Holbrook win there. I mean, and all over the place, including Florida. I mean, how has it been? Obviously, been fantastic so far. But what's the key to success now? Well, you know, just uh, making power and. Uh, getting it to the ground. I mean, it's, that's the key all the time. And you got to keep the, and, and these days it's, it's super difficult to keep the engines going out there when there's a shortage on parts. Yeah. You know, it just seems like that's all we're doing is tracking down parts. And so now, so now you got to really stock up on the parts and order them in big quantities and get them on the shelf. Because if you don't have them, you know, you can just get caught, you know, and uh, don't have nothing to put engines together it's it's not a good not good times right now you know yeah but it's like normally when the pocket says let's buy two camshafts you got to buy 20 you know that can't be helpful on the bottom line when they're collecting dust up there exactly and uh, meanwhile your guys are still with their hands out wanting to get paid so (laughs) (laughs) darn that situation (laughs) the part that we hate the most it's like can't you just deliver it <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that's... Just help... <laughs> go ahead, Chris. 
nothing. Go ahead. Now, I mean, that's got to be really difficult because really, how do you do that? I mean, we're just throwing around camshafts, but uh, when you take a look at a part that you may need for a build or two, I mean, do you, your normal instinct is to buy just the one part? Would you buy two parts when everything was going well? I mean, is this way different than what you would normally do? Obviously, the volume oh, is way yeah. different. And, you know, and, and a lot of times, you know, we do a lot of coyotes right now, and, you know, one engine takes four camshafts. So when, you know, when the camshafts come in, you know, and it's, a, and it's you know, uh, they're on a pallet, you, you know, the wife's looking at the bill and saying, what is going <laughs> on here? <laughs> would it be easier for you just to open up a strip club for this next year? <laughs> I wouldn't make very much money. <laughs> I mean, a, a club by the strip is what I meant to say. I mean, oh. obviously, you know, like we're doing at Milan. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> we're on the right track. There you go. See? I went to left field. Oh, <laughs> no. Not, who would think that way here? Um, it, it's an amazing thing that you would have to. It, I mean, our, our suppliers like saying, look, you want four camshafts? Great. You got to order 40. Well, no, they're not telling you that, but you know, if if you don't, you know, you're just it's just it. For one, it takes forever. To, you know, it takes a longer to get them. Yeah. And if if so, if you don't have them on the shelf and, and the customer needs them, I mean, they can't wait. You know, six weeks. You know, or whatever it is. You know. Yeah. Well, I, all I know is that uh, Chrysler 340s only take one camshaft. That'd be easier on your pocketbook. <laughs> Well, you, you can go. You can go to. Uh, um, I think uh, uh, Murray's Ace Hardware is on this show. <laughs> Touche. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but we like those lobes that are rounded already. Um, it, it, it's phenomenal because we've been talking to folks who were doing. You know, parts and engine building and stuff like that. And and the shock has to be to you when you go, okay, we normally get these things overnight. I mean, what is parts like now going for you for waiting for since you click the button to when you actually get it? Um, it's, you know, like, uh, for instance, just a simple, you know, not simple, but, you know, like uh, piston rings. You know, we, we order, you know, a lot of custom rings before I could... I mean, there was times that I could order it one morning and have it the next day, and now it's like the soonest you can get them is maybe a week, maybe, and uh, that's pushing it, you know. So it's it's times are different, and you just got to remember that going in, you know. It's like the biggest thing now: people call in and say, "How long to build this?" And I'm like, "Man, <laughs> I gotta check. I gotta check for the parts first, you know. I can't." I can't put a timeline on it. Wow. And this is the season and everybody wants, you know, a Holbrook racing motor. And it's like um, normally, I mean, you could two years ago, you could probably tell people within a couple of weeks, you know, when you could get a motor. Oh, sure. Yeah. And now what are you telling them? <laughs> I'm telling them I'll get back with you. <laughs> you <know? laughs> Yeah, but that's got to feel weird to you, doesn't it? Oh, it does, you know. And, you know, my wife's already on me about the, the sales for this year are way down. And, it, and it's like, well, we have plenty of work, 
We just can't get it out the door because we don't have the parts. So, you know, what do you do? You You send her on vacation for two months and say, come back later. Don't look at the bills. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You know, I mean, what is the hardest thing for you to get right now, Chris? Uh, Connecting rods. Really? Yep. Wow. And how? Being steel or aluminum. And how long does that normally take to get now? Um, well, I've had um, some steel rods on order for probably three months now. Well, probably Ooh. more than that, four months now. Ooh. Customer engine? Or engines? Yep. Yep. Ooh. And so are they going out the door going, well, you got a choice. We don't have any, and, you know, you could use what you got, or you can wait, and as soon as we get them, you got them. Well, and and the other problem I'm seeing is, you know, especially in, you know, like in the factory stock or, the you know, the factory supercars, yeah, everybody has to push their engines and their parts a little bit further so there's more breakage on the track. Mm. So now, now you know, now the, the association bodies are coming back and saying, well, let's let's lower the RPM on the engine. And it's like, that's not really going to help it. It's just the parts are cycled, <laughs> so cycled out that they're breaking, you know? So <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait, what, what genius move is this? We'll just lower the RPM a little. All right. How about this? We just yanked two spark plugs out. There you go. <laughs> And, of course, it's only on the Forge, you know. <laughs> well, good. Now you know what a Smopar guys felt like. All right. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, yep. why would they do that? I mean, Chris, what? I, I'm, I'm try, on paper, maybe that makes sense. I can't see it. But how is this an actual rule now? Um. Yes. <laughs> wow. Okay, so... So tell the listeners exactly how that works out. Ford has to run at a certain RPM, and everybody else doesn't? Well, the the other manufacturer, they did it in the beginning of the year. They kind of lowered the, you know, the, the RPM, the max RPM limit. And it, was, and it wasn't that bad. It was like, okay, we're going to hold you at this RPM. Right. Well, now, you know, a lot of the Fords, you know, they, they spin them pretty high. So they yeah. figured... All these things are breaking. All these engines are breaking. Let's lower their RPM a little bit more, and maybe it'll help some of the uh, you know the the breakage on the track. <laughs> so, so it, it's it's I don't know. It's pretty crazy. Did anybody? Did you walk up to one of these founding fathers and say, "Psst, psst, I need you to think a little bit here." All right. <laughs> You know, everybody's engine's breaking. Everybody engines, yes, I understand that, you know, the coyote runs a little bit faster or spins a little quicker, whatever. But it doesn't matter. So why don't you just say, take that engine home, park it, and then that way you'll never break another part. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, So now everybody's got to get a, uh, you know, a, either ECU from the manufacturer that has the software in it that has the max RPM in it. What? Yeah, it's getting more like NASCARs. <laughs> oh my God! And let me guess, those parts are in you know small order too, right? You can get them in three months. Right. Oh. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that's it's 
But I think it's a software. I think you can send your box in, and they can uh, do like a you know a software upgrade or firmware change okay. of firmware in it. Okay, so great. So let's put a little bit more onus on Ford owners. God, I can't even believe right. I'm saying this. But, you know, it's like, and then you guys get to run at a certain, is it a real, what's the RPM number without going all around the track here? What's the RPM runner well, that the that you guys can do, or is it a 10% thing? Well, no, it was, um, the, our max uh, rev limiter was um, 10,700. And they just recently knocked it down to 10,200, I believe it is. Okay, and everybody else gets to run? Well, see, the, you know, they don't run that high anyways. You know, a lot of the, the, the Chevys and the Chrysler's only run, I think theirs is, I think their max is set at, I'd have to look, but I think theirs is set up at 10.4, 10.5 or something like that. Okay. So why don't their parts, I know why Chrysler parts don't break as much, but why are they talking that they think that, <sighs> yeah, in a way, <laughs> there, Central Michigan be proud of me for being broadcast major. They couldn't put a sentence together on that because I'm thinking so rapidly. It's like, how did they expect Fords to be? Yeah, it's a couple hundred RPMs, but a couple hundred RPMs sometimes actually really, really help. But I mean, well, especially especially on a small Coyote, it's it's you know it's short stroke and and that's where they make their power. It's a overhead cam engine, so they make the power in the RPM. So as soon as you start limit that, it's going to uh, you know really hurt the the performance in it. I mean, is this um, all the way right, wide through drag racing now? No, no, this is just one association right now. Does it start with an sure, N? But, but I'm sure it's coming to the other ones, you know. <laughs> <sighs> all right. And, and all four drivers are going, yeah, you know, that makes brilliant sense. Our parts do break a lot. Thanks for helping us out there. <laughs> right. Well, so now you got to rethink gear ratios in the transmission, gear ratios in the rear end. You know, it's just it, converter stators. You know, I mean, it just doesn't just say hey let's just change rpm you know yeah <laughs> that's why honest to god i mean it's live radio here but i i honest i'm trying to process how that simplistic thought pattern works you know just limit the rpms it won't crank as high and therefore everything will stay right exactly where it's supposed to be whether you run oil in it or not right <laughs> And this was, and somebody actually had the power to go through this. Okay, well, all right. We won't point fingers at any association that's doing it, but I'm telling you, whoever, whoever's going to start, whoever's not doing it right now, cut it out. Don't even think about this. Because, I, I honestly, I can't. And is this supposed to go all season long or until, miraculously, we can get parts, you know, quickly again? How is this going? Well, I think it's set for the for the year now because they just did their mid season uh, rules, you know. So I think this will stick for the till the end of the year. All right, and all the Ford people know about this, right? Oh yeah. So now we get to like poke the bear and say, would this be an association that's running Milan Dragway? Mm, no. Okay, good. <laughs> Is it bigger than a bread box? <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
Does it say have eight letters in the title there? <sighs> Good Lord. You would think that those guys would be the ones that would be wanting to help you guys out more. You know, right now, I mean, well, I'm sure they're, they're thinking this is just for the best, but I, I mean, well, you know, in, in their defense, I think in a, some of the customers or some of the guys that are racing went to them and asked for it. And I'm like, what? Asked you for know? it. What? Why? You know, well, I think it was the guys that normally don't spend their stuff that high or they're, they're having more problems than other people. So yeah. they figured, well, let's try to bring everybody together and. Lower the RPM. So were these guys like in Ford shirts, but they looked a whole lot like the ghost of Sox and Martin or something? <laughs> they go up and say, yeah, can you lower the Ford's RPMs? That'll help them. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure if I, I, I sit back with a fine diet orange Fago in front of the fire one day, I'll, I'll think how this actually really helps drag racing. <laughs> You know, because yeah, let me know how. The, yeah, <laughs> what it, you come up with, <laughs> Chris? How long have you been building motors? Oh, a few years. Okay, so I'll say as long as you've been married, and that's got to be three years by now. All right. <laughs> yeah. So we established that in the first podcast. Um, <laughs> the thought being that, as somebody who who builds engines and incredibly well. I mean, your your history speaks for itself. It, any hmm, at any time, any engine can blow for whatever reason it is. It's a mechanical thing. You're pushing it to the level. You know, you try not to make anything blow up. The only thing that you could never ever blow up is a uh, two twenty five slant six. You know, with RPM range between five hundred and five hundred and fifty. But you know, so. Right. So when they say, well, here, we're going to help you out by not spinning out as much or, or revving up as high, you know, any engine can blow. You know, you try not to make that happen, and you do your best to do so. And I don't mean you, you personally, but, you know, but we, we've seen stuff that you just drop your jaw and go, what the hell let loose? So right, exactly. So why is this? It's like, here, we're going to help you Ford guys keep money in your pocket because you won't spin up as high. So you won't go as fat, you won't launch wherever you want to launch to. So therefore, you can keep your connecting rods and you can keep racing, but you won't keep winning. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Six minutes it took me to put that all together, and somebody actually made that into a rule. I mean, so now what do you do? I mean, would it be better for you to go up to these eight-letter people and say, oh, you crazy? We got connecting rods coming out of our rear in the back there. I mean, maybe stretching the truth a little bit, but would they allow you to? I mean, if this whole rule was to save Ford engines, did they ask Ford guys? Um, They did. And I think, you know, they are, they're a good association. They really are. They, they, they listen to the racer sometimes maybe a little too much. Okay. Um, because you know, you can't do every racer's got a different opinion. So you can't, it, it's hard to make changes and keep everybody happy. So yeah, you need to kind of, you know, start the rules out and, and, and keep them there and see how it works out. So I think that's what they'll do is they'll, 
they'll see how it works out here. And, you know, if they need to make a change, I think they will. Good, because we know them, too. Matter of fact, we're going to be doing one of their races at 131. And they're nice, nice folks. Probably a great guy. But it's like, okay, let's go, if that's whom we're talking about. Um, how much are connecting rods nowadays, Chris? What's I'm, that? How much are connecting rods? I mean, did they jump in price? Um, well, <laughs> I don't know. I'll let you know when I can get some. Okay. <laughs> no, but I mean, they, I mean, everything's gone up. I mean, every, you know, so it, they're... I think you know, like for a good connecting rod, you know, like we run in the Coyotes, you're yeah. you're looking roughly around two thousand dollars for set. Wow, I mean, has that gone up from the last say two years? Um, yeah, normally there's seventeen to eighteen hundred, you know. So, wow. Well, thankfully, that more people are making more money that they can absorb that, so that's no big deal. You know, <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, that's... All that money they're spending on the gas. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, from what I understand, at $1 from every gallon goes to help another machine shop get started. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Chris, is there... I mean, the sources that you normally go for parts, I mean, are you scrambling to find new suppliers? Or are, are there new shops popping up saying, hey, we can make some of this stuff? Well, not really, because... The problem is, is you get like these big companies coming in and buying all the companies that you deal with, you know, like uh, <laughs> race winning brands is, I think they own everybody, you know, so it's like, yeah, everybody's in the same, uh, you know, predicament. Well, Chris, how long before Holbrook makes their own connecting rods? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't have it in me. That'd have to be my son. <laughs> I could see the eyes go straight to the ceiling on that question. Well, you know, it's it's got to be maddening. I mean, because there, I, I will just go out on a limb and I'll say that there's probably orders at your shop for your folks who want engines, and we're missing connecting rods. We're missing a valve. We're missing. You know, just one part. Otherwise, we could have you out the door and racing right now. I mean, oh yeah, I just, I just, I just received uh, an order of pistons for. You know, they were like uh, um, eight sets of pistons. I waited. Uh, was it six? About four, fourteen to sixteen weeks on them. Wow! Like, uh, do people know that the drag racing season is underway? <laughs> it's now, right. you know, we, we, we can't wait to November to get that intake manifold, sir. We appreciate it. I mean, if that's the hardest thing to get, and that's one of the things that's been like crazy. I mean, how are you doing so well this year? I mean, God love you. We haven't seen any of your stuff blow up. Well, it, I seen this coming. I really did. And, uh, you know, over the winter, I, I purchased everything I possibly could to get my hands on and put it on the shelf. I mean, is that the reason why you were repairing your own appliances? Because every dollar's got to go to shelving units? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> I'm eating uh, baked beans and hot dogs. You, know? <laughs> you are a good drag racer. <laughs> good for you. You know, it's really, as, especially when we talk to like the sportsman folks and stuff, we love them because they kind of, do the drag racing math in their head 
They go, right, if they could do baked beans and hot dogs for a week and brown bag it, they could buy one more uh, Hooser, you know, Hooser for the, in the back because their slicks are looking a little bad. You know, it, it's an amazing thing what good drag racers will <laughs> put well, up plus, with. Plus you can produce your own gas, you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. E87, is that legal in NHRA? Man. No, no, the funny thing is that we got drag racing is all over the place right now. And if you're not in the seat, you know, you can't be staying home. I mean, drag strips call you, Chris Holbrook. I mean, are, are you driving around? Obviously, Florida. But, you know, what are you doing while you're up here? Well, um, working. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting some connecting rods. (laughs) Right. I'm changing rules. (laughs) Welding connecting rods back together? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the $1,400 brand? (laughs) (laughs) We might might have to put more stroke in this because the rods are Is that the Econo line engine? <laughs> yeah. I shouldn't say Econo but, line. But I mean, only rev this up to 8,000. Yeah. <laughs> With like a sticker on the windshield? Oh, that's priceless. I mean, way to go. It's there, Yeah, you're working, but I mean, you there's cars with your name all over the place and winning. You know, that doesn't call you on a Saturday and say, look, honey, I'm going to take the truck out and... Go visit some friends? Well, you know, I, I, I've been taking my son racing, and I'm, I'm, really, I'm really enjoying it, you know, watching him progress. And, you know, I can, I can kind of sit back and, you know, uh, look at it at a different perspective, you know. I mean, uh, I, I, in the morning, you know, I, I'm like, well, I'm not driving today, so I'll put a little Bailey's in my coffee. You know? <laughs> <laughs> After I get done welding up some connecting rods this morning. Okay. <laughs> so so my son knows that first tune is normally out the window, you know? But, you know, I, I am enjoying, you know, watching him progress. And uh, you know, we've kind of tried something different this year. Uh, nobody, not too many sp- people take a coyote and spray nitrous to it. It's either, you know, uh, blown or turbo or so, you know, we're spraying nitrous and he's already got a runner up this year and uh it's his first year in heads up racing and uh you know we've been 829 at 165 and you know it's uh it's it's kind of a new challenge and it's it's kind of fun you know how is that like because when we first talked a little bit ago it, it was your dad handing it down to you you know but now I'm thinking that your son doesn't have to drive around all the place with his sisters and grandmother and mother in the Tarotico bus driving down 75 to all these places to help dad out. I mean, is it you and lad and dad and lad kind of events going on? Well, well, you know, he, he kind of, he's been going to school and he's, uh, he's already, uh, you know, got his first uh, degree out of uh, college. He did a pre uh, college, uh, program through high school so first when you're out of high school and he graduated you know and he's actually uh working at a uh racing shop that uh, does a lot of cnc parts and uh he's getting his you know hands dirty there and learning and i think it's it's better for him so 
between going to school and working there, you know, uh, uh, we've been, uh, you know, kind of, okay, it's time to go racing, hop in the motor home and go, you know, so. <laughs> and that's okay with mom? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she, <laughs> she likes it. You Get know? the hell out of the house. And, you know, okay. like, like the close races, she'll go to, you know, but, you know, the ones that are far away, she'll stay and manage the shop and take care of our our crazy dog at home, you know. <laughs> and don't look at the bills. Don't look at the bills. <laughs> yeah. You know, how is it different? And Because from your dad, who was a very famous racer, handing it down to you, I mean, is there certain things that you would hand down to your son that your dad kind of, you'd go, oh, I'm not going to do that? Or it's something that your dad did um, that was fabulous and said, you know what, I learned that from my dad, I'm going to teach you, son. Well, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to try to say this the, the correct way. Mm. Um, my yeah. dad was very stern and wanted you to work for everything that you got. And it made me a better person today. And, you know, there's, there's times that, uh, you know, I didn't go racing because I couldn't afford it, you know. And so... I'm, I guess I'm kind of the other way with my son. It's like, you know, I'm going to do everything I can to get this, his car ready so we can go to the track, you know? So it, it's, it's a little bit different times, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that, well, I mean, if he is working, working and now he, does he come back and help you out with the shop or the only time you see him is when you get into the, uh, trailer and leave i mean how does that work no he, he he helps out uh when he can you know i mean to be honest with you i my dad worked all night long in the shop and didn't see him a lot you know at home right so i told myself when i started my business by six o'clock i'm going home and i i kind of try to stick to that now when there's times where you're burning you know you have to get stuff done there's times that you're working late but the majority of time i try to be home by six o'clock i I work uh half a day saturday and that way you know i can keep family life and and mama happy you know yeah that definitely helps a lot yeah 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 (laughs) i mean but how how well chris can you stick to that schedule um I do, I, I do quite a bit. I mean, uh, it's just something that I told myself I'm going to do because there was times that you know it, it, it really, it really kind of goes against marriages. You know, when you're never there. You know? Yeah, <laughs> so, it's not a marriage. And, and, yeah, and, and and that happened, and you know, growing up, and and I just told myself I wasn't going to do that. You know, and and no disrespect to my dad. I mean, he was a diehard racer engine guy and he had you know he had to be there you know and and he did what he had to do you know and god bless him for it but i'm trying to balance both where both of them are successful you know so that's that was my logic so <laughs> well congratulations to you because if you're a hardcore racer there are sometimes there's the garage and there's the home and the garage calls you you know, because, yeah, you know, in right. the home, you'll be there in a few minutes. You'll be there in a few. Now, where did I put that 10 millimeter socket? Damn it. And now that's an extra hour, you know, yeah. or somebody calls or somehow we can't get this to spin right. 
And then by that time, it's 1130. The lights are all out in the garage. I mean, in the house. Yeah, that's not a happy morning. So here, here's what I do is I get up super early every morning. Yes, you do. I can, I can get in here and I get a lot done before my guys get here and the phone starts ringing. So my time is early in the morning. Yeah, I mean, with the early worm kind of thing, but what time do you get into the shop? Um, usually about 6, 6.30. Wow. Okay, and then you try to do a 6 to 6 kind of day? Yes. Who? How about in season? Um, about, the, about the same. About the same. Really? You don't get those emergency phone calls to say, Chris, oh my God, I need your help. I'm going to be racing next week and uh, blah, blah, blah. I need this. Um, sometimes. I mean, very seldom. I mean, uh, everybody norm- normally knows that I'm, you know, hey, <laughs> six to six guy, you know, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I mean, even to work that half day Saturday, so. All right, so now we've been racing. Your son's been racing. Holbrook is doing a whale of a good business because you see him in the winner's circle a whole hell of a lot this year. I mean, you attribute that to your engine, obviously, but. Um, Yeah, I mean, just, uh, you know, you know how that is. It takes a whole team, you know. I mean, you got to have a good engine. Got to have a good engine, and you got to have uh, you know good driver, and you got to have people that are tuning it and and know how to tune, you know. And so I have uh, some good customers, and I have some good employees, and and everything's been working out really well. Yeah, I mean, really, has there been a race you guys haven't placed in yet? Um, if you have to I'm think sure about there it, has, there's no. But... <laughs> I'm sure there has, but um, like I said, we, we've had a good year. So uh, when when one one customer doesn't do that well, it seems like the other customer picks up the slack. So uh, it's uh, it's been a good year. Yeah, I mean, we get, we go from all over the place, and to say this that that Chris, I mean, you don't have to be like on the circuit to have a Holbrook motor, not at all. You know, you can be a sportsman or you can be one up from sure. sportsman from that. And, I mean, we, we ran across it and in production late last night. Uh, one of our interns brought up the uh, Danny Glover video that we shot, the first thing that we shot in 4K. I've seen that. I've seen that. Yeah, and guess what's going vroom, vroom underneath there. And, and you know, <laughs> it's we were dumb enough not to get the angle of the sticker that's on that engine. But that is one of the one of the most sweetest running motors that we've ever seen, and it's consistent like no tomorrow. And we're actually doing a Chevy right now for his son, uh, <gasps> right now. So uh, he should have that uh, here uh, within the next couple of weeks. I mean, did he pull you aside and say, "Hey, look, you got to help out my son," but I got to tell you, it's a Chevy. <laughs> no, he knows that I do. You know, we kind of do everything here, and. And uh, that's what his uh, son wanted, so that's what we're building. Wow. All right. Can you get Chevrolet parts easier? Um, well, <laughs> so far it seems like uh, that, uh, you know, he, he did get some of the parts himself, so that, that helped. You know, uh, but uh, it seemed like, uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, some of the Chevy parts were a little bit easier to get. And then the Chrysler parts are still being made two years ago. <laughs> well, you know, I have, and it seems like 
the engines come in, you know, like in 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 pairs or threes or fours. You know, yeah. right now I have two big. I have three big black Chryslers that uh, that we're doing, and you know, one of them wanted a stroker kit, and I'm like, well, let me, you know, let me just, you know, it was just a street car, so we we're looking through Eagle and stuff like that, and it's like everything's on back order, and I'm like, well, what's up with that, you know? So. The customer says, "Well, I can get I can get a stroker kit," and I says, "Oh, well, if you can get it, get it." You know, so he sends me an email and says, "Hey, I can get I can get this kit." You know, and I says, "Well, that that's great that you can get that kit, but that's thirty over, and your engine's sixty over, so that won't work so well." You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, can you put bigger rings in it? <laughs> Let me let me go find my dad's old Nerly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that worked. Oh my God! I, I, you know what? I, I, how crestfallen was that fellow thinking? Stand back, hold my beer. I got this. I can get this kit, no problem. And then when you told him that, it was like, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure those were the words, but I mean, especially yeah. when he had like that big pride. Look at this, Mr. Holbrook. Ba-ba! Look what I have. <laughs> you know, and it's like, oh, no, well. <sighs> and then when he looked for the real kit or the kit that he really needed, how long a back order was that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, even the prices. Well, I, give him cre- I give him credit for finding a 30 over kit, though. Yeah. <laughs> At least he found that. You know, it's like business is still coming in, but business isn't going out. And I think that's the uh, fraction on on your wife right now going, um, they're here. I mean, you can point to everything that's in your shop. That's ready to go. That's ready to go. All we're doing is waiting on parts and then go. But, I mean, is, is there kind of a cutoff now, Chris, where people go, man, if we can't get the parts by August, well... You know, because that's a lot of racing to be missed on supply chain. Well, unfortunately, you know, a lot of the customers are saying, well, you know, gas prices are so high right now anyways. I don't know how much racing I'm going to do, which, which you know, totally sucks, you know. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I do get that a lot, you know, and it's, 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 that's not good. Yeah, well, if you run pure nitro, you wouldn't have that problem. Right. Well, I mean, here's 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 another example, like on the part situation, is, you know, we we deal with a local company called Line to Line, and they do um, skirt coating on the the piston skirts. So a lot of times, and it works quite well, and I'm probably screwing myself here because now they're going to get even busier. But It's just me and you talking here. Don't worry about it. (laughs) But anyways... um, they, you know, if we if we got a pit, uh, cylinder wall that needs, a, you know, a few thou taken out of it, we'll send the pistons over, the used piston, and get the skirts coated, and it works quite well. Well, they are they are so busy because nobody can get pistons, so they're using their older pistons and having the skirts coated. So now they are overwhelmed with work. So, ooh, ooh. wow, okay. Yeah, that's an unusual situation because of the supply chain thing, but good Lord, yep, Chris. Yep. I mean, would that be something you would recommend two years ago? Um, yeah, actually, uh, we've been using them for probably about three, three four years, and uh, 
it works quite well. Hey, if it works well, man, go kids, go. Talking yep. about which, you since you've been going all over, or have you been going, what was your favorite race this year that you went to? Um, well, you know, it was nice going back to uh, Rockingham. Uh, I haven't been there since the I-Trade days. Wow. And, um, and uh, NM- NMRA and NMCA went there this year, and it-, it was nice going back there. I mean, it hasn't changed much, but it, it was nice going back there, and-, and-, and that's where my son got his, uh, you know, runner-up finish. And so I, I guess that was kind of my uh, my best race this year so far. I mean, was it the best because he got in the in the uh, runner-up, obviously, but was it the total package, or was it just to relive back in the IHRA days when whew, you were just a pup? It was, it was the total package, you know, but uh, it, I had some great memories there in uh, IHRA days. You know, uh, I remember being there years ago in IHRA days, and you look out at the track, and the track was yellow, and you're like, what the heck is that on the track? They had so much pollen Ooh. that it was stuck to the track. And I, going there, I'm like, oh, man, I, hopefully you don't have that problem this year. <laughs> you know? But um, I remember that. It was just it just happened one year, you know, and it, it, was, it was just one of those crazy events where the track really wasn't that good, obviously, because there was pollen all over it. And I remember all the pro stock guys just turning around out of the staging lanes and going back to the pits and refusing to run, you know. So just one of them memories. Wow. I mean, does that affect you? I mean, physically affect you when you got that much pollen? You start sneezing? It doesn't really. I mean, when I was younger, it didn't affect me at all. But as I'm getting older, a little bit. Wow. I mean, it, I would rather put my head in a bucket of rear end dope and breathe in than have all that <laughs> oh, pollen. Oh, that, that, beyond the worst. If anybody out there has ever smelt rear end dope... Oh, Lord, run. <laughs> yeah, the worst smell of all time. And I don't know why. It's like, look, who's ever making this stuff? Can you put a little perfume in it or something? Some <laughs> vanilla? Try to make it so it doesn't stink as bad? All right, so now we got that race. A race you're looking forward to this year would be what? Well, you know, um, I'm looking forward to this weekend. Um, as I'm sitting here, I'm looking at a car without an engine in it. <laughs> Oops. So, so we got some work to do. Uh, we actually have my son's car that we're finishing the engine up right now, and I have to dyno it yet, put it in the car, and then I have a customer driving up from Florida, and his engine's almost done, and then we got to put that in. So we both got to be at the race by, you know, probably Thursday night. So the, the next few days is going to be uh, pretty busy, but I love going to Norwalk. It's 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 a great facility. You usually have a, a a great time there. You know the the pound of ice cream for a dollar. You can't beat that. <laughs> <laughs> of, of all the things, well, they got a nice starting side. They have a great tree. They got a great track. They got yeah, their ice cream's badass. That's kind of fun. Good for you. You know, I'm, well, you know it is. <laughs> I, I can't believe the people that own a track that are listening to us right now is going. Get out there, go get ice cream, and we'll give it to the man for free if he shows up. <laughs> Damn. You know that event, and then and I always like going to one thirty-one. You know, that's a that's a great facility there, and uh, Jason and Samuel they they do great great job to the facility, and mm-hmm. uh, I like that race as well. 
I mean, are you going to waltz down the new Milan dragway? Am I going to what? Are you going to go down the Milan dragway when it opens up and all appearances oh, be this week? I sh- I sure am. You know, I, I was I was kind of last Sunday, you know, because we're trying to get ready for this race. Um, they called me and invited me out to the the you know the the invitation deal on last Sunday and I, I just couldn't make it. And I was, I was, I wish I would have, but, uh, I just, just couldn't make it happen. You know? Wow. Well now, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see everybody come back there, but we'll be seeing you cause you're going to be doing the, um, the race at one thirty one in July. Is that when it is? Yes. Okay. Yes. Because I know that we're going to be out there, so we're going to look you up. Oh, great. You know, great. we're not going to bring any pollen with us, but... Um, You'll have to come by for hot dogs and some big beans. <laughs> 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 yeah, well, we're hoping that you could weld up some connecting rods for us, but that's cool. We'll come over for some Hopefully food. I'm not doing that. <laughs> oh, God. Well, you know, are you going to bring? What are you going to bring with you when you're over at 131? Um, my son's car, and then you know we'll have some customers there. But uh, uh, I doubt if my car will be done before the end of the season. So, oh we'll, really? We'll be there with my son's car. So, yeah, but are you going to drive? Uh, no, I'm not driving. No. <laughs> you sure? It's calling you, Chris. Come I back. Know, I know. I know. I'll be there. All right, because I, it's, what are you going to say? No, son, get the hell out of here. Give me a Pepsi. I'll take the car up to the line for you. you know? Well, especially the way the car is set up. If I get in there, it'll be overweight. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know, we should ask, and, and the folks from uh, Hotline, you know, who are writing in at Hotline at CKW76.com, uh, what car does your son have? It's a 2016 Mustang. It was uh, built for the factory stock showdown. Um, it's actually got a chassis in it that Mad Fab did, and it's certed to 650. So wow. he's got room to grow. And, it, and, you know, basically right now it's a Coyote um, with nitrous, and we run it in uh, Limited Street. Whew. Come on. You sure you don't want to take one blast? Come on, Chris. <laughs> hey, trust me, I have. And squeezing in there is like the string was like in my chest. You know? <laughs> my knees are in my chest. You know? Don't you it's hate not that? Very comfortable. Don't you hate that when cars shrink like that on you? It's like <laughs> I've been in this before. What the hell's going on with this metal? <laughs> Sometimes I wonder. I think he's the mailman's kid. Or So much for going in early to the home, I guess. Jeez. Might as well stay out and make some engines happen. Wow. It's amazing. From here on in, you know, you're going to be working your buns off. You got all this. You got any time for vacation? Any time to just breathe for a while? Uh, normally, we we try to go like, uh, you know, January, February or something like that. You know, uh, so I got to wait until then. Yeah, but drag racing never sleeps, so I mean somewhere no, no. there's there's somebody's racing down in the south or out west. This this year I don't know if I'll be able to go on vacation then because I'm hoping I have a new car, you know. So. Yeah. I mean what is the progress on that? I mean you said that you maybe not this season, but I mean what's the progress, what's holding it up? 
Well, it's kind of been an up, kind of a mad scramble, you know. You know, first NHRA said it was going to be steel roof and quarters, and then there was talk about making it a carbon fiber body. So that kind of held it up. Wow. So now it's back to the steel roof and quarters. So then now we still have to have a front end made that looks like a factory front end, you know, because these cars, they want them looking like a factory car. So, and I understand that. So now that Ford's is coming out with the S650 next year, being the, you know, the new 2023, they don't want to spend the money on making a carbon fiber front end for the S550. So now... Oh man! I got to make a decision if I'm going to wait to build the S650 or build the S550 and be kind of outdated when it comes out. You know, it's it's kind of it's bad time for building a, a car right now. You know, but yeah, but I mean, what do you, what do you do? I mean, is it going to be radically different than this year's? Uh, yeah, sounds like it. Yeah. All right. So now you'll wait for the aerodynamic front end and be brand new. And look at this band spanking new car. Or, uh, you know, um, you can get on the road this year, I'm, maybe. To be honest with you, I'm not getting any younger, so I'm going with the S550, the older <laughs> one. So. <laughs> yeah, but bless your heart in the way that you're not going to make it a sticker car. I mean, from fans all around the world and all of your fans, thanks for actually having a real front end that really looks really kind of like the real car. Yeah, that's what's going to be great about this class. You're going to have, you know, all manufacturers, and they're all going to look like, you know, the cars that come off the showroom, you know, with with a, you know, a full cage underneath them and a Liberty 5-speed. I mean, it's going to be a blast. Wow, and how close are you besides the front end of getting ready to rock? Well, I have a clutch. Liberty's finishing the transmission. Uh, Jerry Bickle's uh, building the car, so it's it's still a ways out, you know. But uh, we're gathering parts as we go. And engine, let me guess, it won't be uh, the slant is, six. That 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 won't be a problem. <laughs> I, I, got, I got some parts on the shelf. You know? <laughs> I was going to say, surprisingly, you found a whole box of connecting rods right over there. I can't believe it. You know, it just happens to fit my motor. How great is this? You know, well, who deserves it more than you? You know, it's it's amazing, Chris. How much you know? Your season begins when? Um, usually, usually like the end of February, beginning of March. And ends? Um, usually towards end October. And how much sleep do you get? Um, not much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, God bless you, man, for, for running the marathon that you do, for, for drag racing, and helping out so many racers that you have. You know, obviously they buy your stuff, but, you know, it's... It's clear how much, you know, that you put into every one of your engines. You could just say, yeah, next, yeah, next, you know, give me the bill. Thanks, you, G-I-G-O, you know, stuff in, stuff out. But th- thanks right. an awful lot for, for helping out this great sport that we call drag racing. You know, Well, thanks for for uh, having me on, you know. I've been t- I enjoy this, you know. <laughs> oh, you got to be on more. I, I'm telling you, we're thinking about somehow, some way, how we can just drop a mic from your ceiling there at the shop, you know, and just talk from there. 
Just so oh. interview from there. As long as you don't have a camera, we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you have one of those beep buttons? <laughs> yeah, I could about imagine. I mean, especially with all the work that you're doing right now. God bless. All right, now, when folks want to see you, how do they, especially for our, our, our listeners right now that are listening from Sweden to you right now, all 12, 38, 39 of them, somebody just came into the room, I guess. All right. So where do they get a hold of you? If they want to find anything about Holbrook Racing, what do they do? Where can they find you? Uh, well, we have a website, HolbrookRacingEngines.com. Um, we have our shop number. Um, can we give that? <laughs> Abs- yeah. Yes. Everything you <laughs> want. It's seven, free today. 734-762-4315. And, uh, you know, uh, when, when you watch enough, um, Flow Sports, you know, at NMRA or NMCA, look for the fat guy behind the green car, and that's me on the starting line. <laughs> behind the green car. I mean, how? I mean, we've seen pictures of you. You're going for what? About two twenty, two twenty-five, maybe. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> no, see, it's radio. You go, oh hell yeah, about two ten. <laughs> yeah, about one ninety. No, <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Been working out, eh, Chris? Way to go. You know, that work makes you sweat. No wonder why your wife wants you back by 6 p.m. Come here, honey. All right, you know what we didn't do is we didn't mention your son's name in case people want to follow his success. His name is uh, Del, D-E-L, Holbrook. Okay. All right, so a, go ahead. He's actually he's actually named my dad's middle name. He, didn't, he never wanted anybody to know his middle name. His middle name was Delaniel. His name was Carl Delaniel Holbrook, Delaniel. and he was so embarrassed that middle name. And and so when my son was born, we we're like, man, that would be such a cool name, you know, Delaniel, you know. So that's what we named my son, and he goes by Dell. So was your father alive when Dell was born? Um, or was he no. around? Should I say? Well, he just just at the the, the very beginning. Okay. I mean, because I was going to say, did he give you any kind of beef whatsoever about that? No, no, no. Job well done, man. All right. And a few minutes that we got here, sponsors. Anybody that's sponsoring any of your vehicles besides you? Uh, Varsity Ford, as always. Uh, you, you need a, uh, a Ford or a Mercury or, or Lincoln, I should say. <laughs> um, you are the you only person we let that happen. <laughs> I, I, honestly, everybody else would hit the dump button. But yeah, but we think it's cool. I mean, I don't know how what Varsity and yours relationship is, but we were talking about that last week in production. That you know, how many dealerships still sponsor cars? Not too many. I mean, I don't think. I, I don't know. I mean, Varsity's been great. You know, Lou Stanford. Uh, he he's he's been great for the sport of drag racing. You know, especially for the Ford brand. I mean, he 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 loves. Stock and super stock, and he, he's just a great guy. You know, I was going to say, what do they do for you? Yeah, because we see the varsity on the side of the cars. I mean, they don't give you cars. I mean, is it just sponsorship money kind of thing? or? Um, yeah, pretty much. You know, just, you know, he helped, uh, you know, like build, uh, help with the build of the car and stuff like that. So, yeah, because that's, uh, that's I mean, I wish they'd give me, I wish they'd give me new cars. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm sure they're listening. What kind of car would you like? Any car? They're, they're like, 
They're like, pull the plug now. <laughs> <laughs> Give them an emo saying and shut them up. God. <laughs> that and would it, just drive that off. I mean, it's it's unique because we're thinking we can't think of any Chrysler dealership that's sponsoring a Dodge anywhere, not in the metropolitan area, Detroit metropolitan no. area. You know, and, and we can't think, or even statewide, and we, and Chevrolet, we can't think of either. You know, so unless we're missing something, it really kind of is varsity. Yeah, I can't think of anybody. Uh, if I can, I'm not going to mention their name. Good man. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there, we were setting you up on this. We're hoping that they give you a new yeah. car now because, come on, Varsity, damn it, don't be so cheap, you know? I mean, you need a push car. I mean, you need, like, a F-350 now, don't you? Yeah. There you go. Why I mean, not? you got to, when you're, you know, putting that Whipple and driving it all around, you know, why not be a, a Ford from Varsity Ford? Yeah. It really hurts when you got to uh, put that premium because <laughs> that Whipple, though. <laughs> yeah, but look how cool you are. You know? Oh, yeah, but when you roll in that throttle, you're like, there we go. That's why I do it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. If it, Wherever you get, you know, you pull up to the Meyer gas station there and hit that 110, open up that hood so people see the reason why you're going through this pain. Right. There's, me- there's many times that people pull up next to me after they tried to, to blow the door off a pickup truck and they get beat by it. They're like... What the heck was in that thing, <laughs> Chris? Don't they recognize your face? Don't they? You know? No, I got I got tinted windows. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, usually, usually listening to rock and roll real loud, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, Brian, like, there's just some young punk in there, you know. <laughs> and then do you look over and smile and you go, "I remember you." And I roll the window down and then smile. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Chris, do you ever feel sorry for them? On the, I mean, obviously, you don't race on the road. You do throttle acceleration testing. But, I mean, it, it's do you look at them and you go, oh, Sonny, if you only knew, you know. Right. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> what, depending on how your day's going, it's like, look, kid, you're in the right place at the right time. You know, prepare to pick up your doors over there. You know, that's got to be cute. Uh, and especially, um, at least it keeps you get some seat time in. All right, we we stopped your your sponsorship list. Go ahead. Um, who's your tire? They're a great sponsor. And uh, big stuff three fuel injection. There you go. See, I mean, it's not like you have a whole long list because. You're Holbrook Racing, no. you know. <laughs> I mean, anybody who sponsors their own race, guess what? You probably don't need a lot of sponsorship. However, well, and, I can use all I can get. Yes, so there we go. I take that all back. Yes, if you're a sponsor out there, you know, find the guy who is like 115 behind a green car. God love you, man. All right. So you, you got to come back with us, dude. I mean, obviously, we ripped through this hour like it was butter. You know, and, and yeah, any any time, just uh, let me know. All right, because we're gonna go see you. We're gonna tag base um, at one thirty-one, and we talk to to Raleigh and the boys, and we'll see you there. I think we're gonna be there Saturday, Sunday. You're gonna be there all weekend long, or yeah, we should be there all weekend, and I'll tell the wife to buy a couple extra hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, <laughs> ha,
<laughs> I'm telling you, when you dine with a Holbrooks, you go all out. <laughs> that's right. Good Lord. Hopefully we can get that little chunk of pork that's on the top. Oh, brother. Honest to God, Chris, thanks a lot for being with us. Come back when you can. We'll, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Chris. Bye now. Yep. Bye-bye. Honestly, folks, I mean, Chris Holbrook is, if you don't know what the stature of that gentleman is, it's big. And I'm not saying because he's a little bit north of, of 210 or whatever. He worries about his weight too much, I guess. But he is one of those fine friends that they don't know. It's kind of like if you have a friend that's like 6'8 and can bench press 900 pounds but when you talk to them, they're the, like the coolest guys ever. They're not like they try to be that macho kind of guy. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, Chris Holbrook is on that upper, 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 upper level in drag racing. And you would think that he would be very hard to approach. And you would think that he may be a hardened guy because you think people that are up on that level doesn't have time for you. And I'm sure there is times where he's thrashing and whatever, but you know, you get people like like Chris Holbrook, um, Brian Wolf, same way, uh, Densky, same way. I mean, these are guys that are up there. And guess what? And it's part of the 515 program here is that it's to demystify them. They're just regular guys. I mean, listen to everything he talks about. I mean, he has the same thoughts and concerns about, you know, balancing the, the um, well, the bank book, and balancing the marriage, and balancing life. And he's proud, obviously, of Dell, his son, that looks like he's really following the footsteps here. And an amazing guy. I mean, and when you talk to him, that is the Chris Holbrook you're going to see outside. This isn't a PR thingy that he does. What you hear here is what you hear when you go to a shop. And how interesting that is because we don't take a look at it from an engine builder's perspective of how supply chain is hurting, how people can't get their stuff you know, on time. Now it costs a whole lot more. Now with gas prices, who's racing? You know? But yet, you take a look at successful cars all over the place, and they have that blue and white Holbrook sticker on the car. You know, why is that? Psst! Put the connection together. Chris Holbrook, Holbrook Racing Engines. I'm telling you, we can talk to the guy forever. I mean, we're so thrilled to always have him on. And I'm telling you, we really look forward when he does come on. We'll have him on again. You know, we wanted to see how he was doing because we talked to him back in the wintertime. And we wanted to see how things are going, you know, mid-season, so to speak. We'll see him, you know, at 131 because we're going to be with that. That's a weird thing about that, you know, engine rev for Fords only kind of thing. But I, hmm, how weird is that? All right. Talking <laughs> about weird. We got to get out of here. That has nothing to do with weirdness, but we do have the Detroit Sports Authority that are coming up here at 7 o'clock in Studio B. If you like Detroit sports as much as they do, you'll love the Detroit Sports Authority, 7 p.m. here on CKW <laughs> Radio 76. So that time, 
Always, but always, my friends, follow that dream. We'll see you at 7.